0: Commander rather confess! Confess! understanding understand the supernatural in the beginning of the song without when God appears, the thing you did not ask, God appears to them. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7 But unto every one of us Is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slit of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive by speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. For whom the whole body fitly joined together and compared by that which every joint supplied, according to effectual working in the measure of every part, make it increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. I'm going to talk to you for the next few minutes. I won't take too much of your time. I want to talk on the subject Walking in the Power of Prophecy I want to thank God for my spiritual father Reverend Dr. Victor Osai For inviting me to be a great blessing to you Can you celebrate that with a manic offering For your sister's engagement Bible Lift it up There is a difference between lifting up your Bible And showing your Bible Lift it up Above your head Lift it above your head Say this is my Bible This is the word of the Lord I believe the word of the Lord. I believe what he says I am. And I am what he says I am. It says I am the head. Therefore, I am the head. It says I can do all things. Therefore, I can do all things. Tonight, the word of God is coming and I will be blessed. Tonight, the word of God is coming and I walk on my high place. By his word, I will be a miracle, by his word, I will be a testimony, by his word, I will get to my place. Now, put the Bible down and put a right hand on your chest. Say, I am not everybody, but I am somebody. I can't do everything, but I can do something. I am blessed, I am favored, and I am doing well. Now stretch for your hand and shake hands with a person sitting beside you. Tell the person, "I'm glad I'm sitting beside you." Or tell the person, "I'm glad I'm sitting beside you." you ask the person, "Aren't you glad you are sitting beside me?" Or tell the person, "Be glad because you don't know me." Tell the person, "Be careful how you treat me because you may need me someday." Or tell someone, "Be careful how you treat me." Because it could be, I'm your boss. Say honorable. Say honorable. Say high prince or high princess. Yes. Say his excellency or excellency. Or tell somebody, look better than the last time I saw you. Or tell especially next person, look better than the last time I saw you. Now photograph somebody with the corners of your eyes. And tell the person, you are my royal baby. Or look at somebody once again and tell the person, you are my royal baby. Church, at this time, someone can take it personal and uh, at the same time, a proposal can go through. Look at somebody with the corners of your eyes. Look at somebody with the corners of your your eyes and tell the person, you are still my royal baby. Walking in the power of prophecy i have come to a dimension and a level in my life where i eat prophecy i speak prophecy everything that i do is connected to the prophetic i believe that every man on earth must know why god has brought him here if you know why you are here on earth there are a lot of things that you will not do i am not a deliverance minister if you bring an issue that has to do with deliverance, we can believe God that God will set you free, but I am not one, and I won't spend my time delivering people. There are places when we get to, they can deliver you in less than one minute. If you come to me, it can take you a whole day. Hallelujah. I am a prophet. Say a prophet. Say a prophet. Walking in the power of prophecy. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, the Bible said, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good. We know Jesus as the Son of God proper, and Jesus, uh, the Bible calls all of us children of God. But Jesus is the Son of God proper. But church, do you know that Mary could not have become pregnant without a prophetic word released? prophecy is not the idea or the ideology of man Prophecy is not born out of the flesh. Prophecy is not born out of the human spirit. Prophecy is born out of God's own will. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible said, In the beginning God created the heaven and he created the earth. The word heaven means supernatural. The word earth means natural. That means in the beginning God created the supernatural and he created the natural. Everything that you see in the natural comes out from the supernatural. Anytime you win a battle in the realm of the supernatural, the natural battle is just already a done deal. So God created the supernatural to control the natural. God created a supernatural to influence the natural. So a supernatural miracle, a supernatural breakthrough would definitely manifest in the natural. And the Bible said the earth did not have form, it was shapeless, it was formless, And the Bible says, and God said. The word, and God said, means, and God prophesied. The word, and God said, means, and God made a declaration. The word, and God said, means, and God made a decree. So that means that God is the author of the prophetic. God is the first man who spoke to see things coming to pass. So prophecy is not the idea or the ideology of man. Abraham was called by God god and god called abraham a prophet so it was not a human title it is not something you go to school to receive it is something that god gives in ephesians chapter 4 the bible said jesus gave gifts unto men so what jesus gave to men is not anointing what jesus gave to men is not power what jesus gave to men is not skill what jesus gave to men is gifts And the gifts are the gift of the apostle, the gift of the prophet, the gift of the evangelist, the gift of the pastor, and the gift of the teacher. When you look at my hand, you will see I have five fingers and I have a palm. The palm stands for the congregation of the body of Christ. That means that every credible congregation must have a credible leader. And every credible leader must have a credible following. So when you look at this hand, we call the kokomoti. The kokomoti stands for the ministry of the apostle, you cannot do without the ministry of the apostle. No matter how strong you are, there are things that if you want to carry, you cannot carry with your four fingers. You will need the five. I will leave this one. And when you come to this finger, the one that is tallest among all the finger, stand for the ministry of the evangelist. Every Christian must have a desire to win souls. Every Christian is commissioned to go. In to the nations of the world and win so. But an evangelist has a desire to win so. When an evangelist visits your church, even he want to make sure the pastor is born again again. When evangelists preach at a funeral ceremony, he still wants to make sure that everyone is born again. When he's preaching at a marriage ceremony, he wants to make sure everyone is born again. So a true evangelist has a desire for soul everything an evangelist will do must always be connected so. You move to the next finger where you do, you may kiss the bride. Start for the ministry of the pastor. Pastors are patient. Pastors have time to be with the congregation. Pastors can stay with you for 10 years and they will never complain. Pastors, if they want to correct you, most of the time will not even rebuke you in public. Pastors will tell you, why didn't you come to church? Don't you know you were a member of the church? Don't you know we, we need what you can do? Pastors are good counselors. Pastors will have time to talk to you. Now when you go to the last one, it's start for the ministry of the teacher. Tell somebody, the teacher. Teachers have time to establish us in the word. Now what I'm talking about this evening, I'm talking about the prophetic. Walking in the power of of prophecy. When you look at this finger, this finger stands for the ministry of the prophet or the office of the prophet. If someone asks you, where are you going? You don't say, I am going there. Or where are you going? Don't say I am going there. But you tell a person I am going there. So the prophet comes with direction. The prophet comes with insight. The prophet comes with revelation. The prophet comes with the mind of God. In other words, the prophet has a responsibility of bringing divinity to humanity. The prophet has the responsibility of interpreting the mind of God to people. Now, what is prophecy? Prophecy is the communication of the thought and the intent of God as it concerns a nation, a people, an individual or a situation. When you look at First Samuel chapter 9 and the verse 1 downwards, the Bible said there was a man called Kiss, and one of the, of the donkeys of Kiss was missing. Kiss called the son called Saul and told Saul go and look for the missing donkey. Saul became a fool, nanny boy because he was walking with the man who did not have understanding concerning his destiny. And so while Saul was looking for the missing donkey, the Bible said they came to a point where they were tired. Anytime you use your natural strength, anytime you use your natural ability to fight, to battle in, 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 the, in, the, in the realm of the flesh, there comes a time where you become tired. So Saul was tired and told the servant, let us go home. The adventure my father has stopped caring for the asses And he's not caring for us. And the servant who was a wise servant said, In this city there is a holy prophet. The word holy death, there is a credible prophet. There is a prophet with integrity. There is a prophet that whatever he declares, comes to pass. There is a prophet that is only the things that God has said that he will declare unto you. And he said, now let us go and meet the prophet. He said, now if we go and meet the prophet, in those days, the prophet was called the seer. If we go and meet the seer, what will we give to the seer? And he said i have here just a coin that means it is not spiritual it is not biblical to come into the presence of a prophet with an empty hand hallelujah i said hallelujah the bible said when they were going to meet samuel a day before god had already spoken to Samuel that a young man will come to you when the young man come i will show you what you will tell him i will show you his future saul became the first king of israel by prophecy he became the first king of israel Because a man of God Captured the intention Captured the mind of God Captured everything that God Wanted him to become So the first thing that prophecy will do In your life is to confront Every challenge you are going through So that it can bring confirmation Into what you must become So example if a woman get pregnant And and every time she get pregnant She miscarries God brings a word of prophecy And when that word of prophecy Prophecy come, it first confront that issue and it's not bring confirmation. Tonight I stand in my office as a prophet and I prophesy upon someone that God will bring a word of confrontation and a word of confirmation. Receive it in Jesus' mighty name. And so Saul became a king by prophecy. At another time, there was a young man called David who was in the wilderness, who was in the forest taking care of the father's sheep. And the Bible said the prophet Samuel was again called by God to enter the house of jay-Z and prophesied a young man there would become a king, would become a president, would become a chief, would become a great person. When the prophet of God entered the house of jay-Z the Bible said he looked at the appearance of the firstborn of Jay-Z and decided to pour oil on the firstborn of Jay-Z by telling that young man you are the one that God wanted to become a king. And God said to Samuel, I have rejected this one. I don't see the way men see and I, I, I don't hear the way men hear. I don't look at the outward appearance. Remember, every word that God declares has an intended purpose. Praise the Lord. I'm going to make some statement tonight, so just watch me in the next 20 minutes, and I'm done. Every word that God declares has an intended purpose. Until that purpose comes to pass, that word will not return unto God void. Hallelujah! Prophet, the new prophet, carry the mind of God. The new prophet carry the mind of God. They understand the agenda of God per time, and they declare the agenda of God. As they declare the agenda of God, whatever that God have said is supposed to come to pass. Isaiah 55 said, My word as the heavens are higher than the earth, and, and, and as the heavens are higher, then so as my thought, higher and different from your thought. He said, my word that I've declared, my word that I've released, will not return unto me void. So every time God declares a word, the word can be diverted, the word can be delayed, the word can be fought. But at the end of the day, whatever God has spoken will come to pass in Jesus' name. If God have said you are going to become whatever, as long as God has declared that word, you will become what you must become. I prophesy upon your life in the name of Jesus. That every word that God has declared about your life will surely come to pass in Jesus' name. So someone will ask, man of God, is it possible for a prophet to prophesy and the word he had prophesied will not come to pass? This is where you must understand that the prophecy are in three parts. The first part of prophecy is the revelation aspect. The second part of of, of prophecy has to do with the interpretation aspect. And the third part of prophecy has to do with application aspect. Everybody can hear, can see a revelation. But when you see a revelation when you hear a revelation it is not enough. Your ability to interpret what you see what you have heard is very important. The Bible said one day Pharaoh was there and Pharaoh had a dream. And when Pharaoh had the dream, Pharaoh now called people because he did not understand the dream and he could not interpret. When Joseph came Joseph did not have the revelation but Joseph had the interpretation. When Joseph have the interpretation, Pharaoh knew that we have the revelation, we have the the, the, the the interpretation, we need the implementation or the application. So when a man receives a prophecy, it is good to receive the prophecy. But do you understand what you have received? Do you have insight to what you have received? When you have insight into it, then you move to the next level Application. Well, I will talk a little bit about Ghana election. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Uh, I'm keeping on prophesying. <laughs> hallelujah. Watch me very well. Watch me very well. So three parts. The other part has to do with partial prophecy, progressive prophecy, and conditional or unconditional prophecy. Prophets don't know everything. Praise the Lord. I said, prophets don't know everything. We know in part. So, when a prophecy comes, hear a little, hear a little. you join the two and you have your answer. Now, the progressive nature of prophecy is that a word can come today and tomorrow another word can come. God sent a man called Isaiah to a king called Hezekiah that go and tell the king Hezekiah that he should put his house in order he will now if you were in that meeting where prophet Isaiah prophesied to Hezekiah, you were going to die. And later you find out that Hezekiah lived 15 more years, you can easily come to a conclusion that the prophet Isaiah had given a false prophecy. When Isaiah gave the word of prophecy, it was God who had spoken that word. Now, when as I was going by the prayers of Hezekiah, he received another word again and came to Ezekiah and said, The Lord said you will not die. You have added 15 more. The progressive nature of prophecy. I'll come back to Ghana election. Just two weeks ago, seventeen, as a nation called Cyprus, one of my field is prophesying about election. And I'm keeping on prophesying. A nation called Cyprus was going to election. I came to church and I said, they should know I am God's servant. I am God's oracle prophet. And I told them, Cyprus are going to vote. By the close of the day, I am seeing two chests. And the two chests mean nobody will win at the first run. The first run, the man who will win is called Nikos. Nikos something, something. There will be a second run, and the second run Nikos will win and eventually become the president of Cyprus. Every prophecy I give must be recorded. If I give a prophecy and there's no camera, I don't prophesy. What are you talking about? When I prophesy and there is no camera, I don't prophesy. So, now, this man is the president of Cyprus. So, man of God, you said in 2012, after our general election, a certain man will win. Why didn't he win? I'm coming. It's not over yet. Hallelujah. I said it's not over what? Yeah, I'm coming. So, I'm teaching you something right now. The first thing I want you to know about prophecy is that prophecy has its source in God. Anytime you receive any word of prophecy, there are three or four sources of prophetic word. The first source of prophecy is the human spirit. The human spirit can easily give you a word. One, two, three, four. I'm called Bernard. One, two, three, four. Who's called Bernard? You're called Bernard. Get up. Praise the Lord. I will just be saying one, two, three, four. Get me oil. Get me oil. Come. Get me oil. Today I'm not prophesying. It's tomorrow that I'm coming to prophesy. It's the human spirit. Everyone can prophesy by the flesh. The second source of prophecy is the devil. The devil can prophesy using familiar spirit, can prophesy. That's why in Acts chapter sixteen, the Bible said Paul was there. Ah, your friend. It's called. I see. Spirit. Hallelujah. In Act, Acts chapter sixteen, the Bible said Saul. Saul. Uh, and the sailors were going to pray and a young lady came around and said these are the men of God who preach the word of God. What the lady was saying was right but the source was wrong. So even the devil can prophesy and mention your name can prophesy and tell you what you are going through. It is not about what the prophet has said, it is about the source of the prophecy. The third source of prophecy is God. The fourth source of prophecy is when God releases angels. Hallelujah. So know that God is the source of prophecy. Thank you. If I continue like this, I'll mess this throughout the service. So let me focus. And um, I have five minutes more. Two. Walking in the power of prophecy to place value on prophecy. Part of the reason why God can declare a word. And the word can be delayed. The word can be thwarted, The word can be denied. Is when you don't place value on prophecy. When you don't do what? Place value on prophecy. In 2 Kings chapter 5, Six or seven, seven. The Bible says, Elisha, the man of God, came around and said, "Well, we are in a time of famine, but thou sayest the Lord tomorrow by this time, this is what will happen." Minister of Agriculture did not believe the word. Minister of Agriculture said, "Well, we can't just take what you are saying. Even if God should come down, if God should open the windows, if God should send angels, this thing cannot happen." It cannot happen. Elijah said, You are going to see it with your eye, but you will not eat thereof. This man did not place value on the prophecy. Anytime you receive a prophecy, remember it is God's mind being expressed to you. Now, if it's the mind of God, place value on what God is saying. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, prophecy. I wanted to become a professor and then enter the army. Then uh, learn how to use gun. And what I would do was to overthrow government upon government. Hallelujah. That was my natural desire. And I became born again and all those things died. Hallelujah. Because my mentor was always overthrowing people. Uh, so it's something that was born in me. Hallelujah. And I was told I was going to become a prophet. I did not believe I was going to become a prophet. Today, I am a prophet of God. I'm prophesying everywhere. Place value on prophecy. The Lord said to me, after four years at university, I'm not going to use your degree. Four years after university, I'm still not using my degree. Hallelujah. The third thing I want to tell you is that value the prophet. Place value on the prophet. You only receive from the man you respect. You only receive from the man you place value on. Your sense of value determines the flow of virtue. Your sense of value determines the flow of virtue. If you don't accept the person of the prophet, you can't benefit the word of the prophet. Jesus said, so he that received a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. So if you receive a prophet in the name of a businessman, you receive a businessman's reward. Ah, Come. Which point were we on now? Number what? Number four, value the prophet. I have been in meetings where my anointing is not dependent on atmosphere. If I enter here, whether I preach or I have not preached, I can prophesy. Whether you sing or not, I can prophesy. That is me. Wherever I enter, I just start flowing like, like that. What am I seeing at the back? Man, create an atmosphere for prophecy. Tomorrow what I'm going to do by the grace of God is just read the Bible and start prophesying. Create an atmosphere for prophecy. A lot of people have asked me, man of God, why is it that since I became born again, I've never received the prophetic word? Does it mean that God doesn't think about me? Whether you receive a prophecy or you don't receive a prophecy, God, think about you. Now prophecies are not meant for entertainment. Anytime God brings a prophetic word, it means that on your normal day to day life, there is no way you would have known what God is saying except through prophecy. Two, when God brings a prophecy, it means that whatever God is declaring is something that has something to do with his purpose or with a nation or with your family. Every prophetic word must be connected with God's purpose, be connected to a nation, or connected to your family. Because when God brings a deliverance into a family, God delivers everyone in that family. Hallelujah. So in that case, when people come to church and don't receive prophetic word, one, they don't have faith. Two, they may, might not have prayed. Three, they have not created any atmosphere. In a prophetic meeting, whatever you do counts when you get up it has its interpretation when you sow a seed it has its interpretation whatever that you do has its interpretation so when you come for meeting create a prophetic atmosphere jesus was on his way to meet someone but timius the blind man was not part of the people jesus was going to meet But the Bible said when Jesus passed by, Bartimaeus already heard what Jesus has been doing. So Bartimaeus shouted, Son of David, have mercy on me. Some people got up and they said, stop it. We don't do this thing in this church. Don't shout. Don't make noise. Keep quiet. I am Apostle Peter. That is Apostle Bartholomew. That is Apostle this. Have you seen us shouting? So keep quiet. Bible said, the blind man shouted "The moon. So in a prophetic meeting, you need to do what many people will not do. You need to say what many people will not say. Because personally, when I'm coming to a meeting, before I enter the church, I know the people God will cause me to minister to. I know what. Before I enter, I know the people God wanted me to minister to. When I was coming today, the Lord showed me 52 people that ministered. What I'm doing, I'm not ministering, I'm just talking to you. God showed 52 people ministered today. At times I can look at your face and just bypass you because I can see you have faith. Hallelujah! 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 And when I see you don't have faith, I just or you don't value prophecy, I will just buy, buy prophecy. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! So create your own atmosphere. I remember when I became born again, when I used to go to church, I wanted the man of God to see me. When they see offering, I will get up. When it's praise and worship, I will dance. Even when they are doing worship, I will still dance. What am I doing? I want the man of God to say this. We go for the meeting. You will do everything. Man of God will not touch you. And they'll be praying for people. And they will say things like, there are 72 people here or 83 people here that God is going to touch them. Lift up your hand. One, two. And people will be falling under the power of God. Now you will sit there and you see that the only way the man of God will touch you is when you fall down under the power. So you lift up your hand and you close your eyes. You are creating your atmosphere. And you will see that as people are falling, he's now around, maybe say 82, he's now at 80. Only left with three people. So when you open your eyes and you see an usher passing by, you immediately fall by yourself. Hallelujah. Then you close your eyes. You will be on the floor. In case the usher does not see you, open your eyes and tell the usher, I am here. Hallelujah. What was that? We wanted a way to connect. I remember once, man of God would be ministering, we'd just get up, watch no one would shout, and we shout, Man of God, it is my turn. There were times we would leave the congregation and even come to the pulpit. Man of God, you must prophesy to what you have been preaching. We are not only here for preaching, prophesy. Hallelujah. So create your atmosphere. Yours could be so in the sea. But whatever way you can do to attract the man of God, just do it. Just do what? Five minutes more and I'm done. I came to talk to you today. The fifth one is document your prophecy. The Lord said to me so many years ago, don't travel outside. Africa for 16 years. When I heard that word, I wrote it down. Every man I receive invitation outside, I said no, if it's outside Africa, forget it. No matter what, I won't go. Why I know what God has said about me, and I'm not prepared to go ahead of God. Document prophecy. Hagba chapter three. Write the vision now, make it plain upon table that he might run it down, you read it. God told Abraham, Abraham Sarah will become pregnant and give you Isaac. Abraham did not have a pen, did not have an iPad, did not have a tablet, did not have a book. So Abraham could not write it. So Abraham was thinking that God said Ishmael through Hagar and Abraham made Hagar pregnant and Ishmael came. When even God came to Abraham and said, this is the time I'm going to give you Isaac. Abraham was still talking about Ishmael document your prophecy. Daniel chapter 9, Daniel said, I understood by books." Document prophecy. Prophecy is not meant for entertainment. Why am I spending time talking to you about this? Because by the grace of God, tomorrow God is going to say a lot of things. God is going to reveal a lot of things. God will talk about our nation. I'll tell you first. Thing that the Lord said to me, "The Lord said to me that two chiefs will die, prominent chiefs. God mentions specifically the Gar mansion, and another one I might tell you tomorrow. Praise the Lord." Before I came to the meeting, I told my personal write them down. Let the video people record it. So, record it for future what God said. So, anytime prophecy comes to pass, I watch the video and I know which one has come to pass, which one has not come to pass. The Lord said to me, before 20, before the Christmas, he said somebody had won an election who is a parliamentarian in a certain party before even the person gets to, to parliament, the person will die if I said it today the next day the person died why? when records are there they put for themselves records so record what you say prophecy come, get the video. Get it for future references. There are things I will not miss it. Wherever I have any moment, God speak to me about something, write it down. Write the date, write the place, write the time. Document prophecies. When you begin to write, it shows you value what was. You, you see that. Do you know why a lot of people have received prophecies and they have never seen a manifestation of those prophecies? Because they did not value them. A man who is a man of God, got married for 12 years in a certain church. And I said, man of God, the Lord said in 2012, I prophesied early part of the the Lord said, I should tell you, by this month, your wife will be pregnant. And This month, next year, 2013, your wife will deliver a bouncing baby boy. This is a man of God. He wrote it down. The very moment that that time, I said that God said that month, the wife will be pregnant. Papa, he called her wife, go to the hospital and check. The wife, you know, the no matter what, I went to take my offering from him. Yeah. I went there to take my offering. Hallelujah. When they went to check, their wife was three months pregnant and they did not know. When they calculated, the time I said God said she would deliver, that is the time she would deliver. Now, if they did not write it down, they would have forgotten what God had said. I prophesied to another man of God who had married for 16 years without the seed of the womb, that your wife would be pregnant. When she become pregnant, medical doctors will say the baby is outside the womb, atopic or whatever pregnancy. When they say whatever, don't believe it because they did not prophesy. I prophesied. So if they say it, come and see me. The woman got pregnant. They said everything I said. Instead of coming to see me to give him further direction, they went to the medical doctor. And they did something and cleared the baby. And the Lord said, if they do that, they will never see a child. It is the eighth year now. They have not seen a baby again. You don't joke with prophecy. You don't joke with prophecy. Prophecies are not meant for entertainment. Prophecies are meant for fulfillment. Especially when certain prophets speak. Watch it. Watch it. I said, you are, watch it. Yeah, watch it. Watch it. So document your prophecies. I can tell you the first prophecy I received in the year 1999. I can tell you. I remember it today because it is recorded. 6-1, protect your prophecy." Protect your prophecy. Protect your prophecy. That's how I'm going to protect your prophecy. When Saul returned, and the uncle asked Saul, where did you go? He said, I want to see Samuel. And the uncle asked further, what did Samuel say? Why? You cannot meet Samuel without Samuel speaking the mind of God to you. Saul now kept the prophecy and told the uncle, well, he spoke about the missing donkeys and said they were found. The Bible said, but of the matters of the kingdom, there are things no matter what, I will never tell you public. The ones people can consume, I can tell you. But there are that I will speak to you about them, I'll keep it. Protect your prophecy. Why must you protect your prophecy? Because prophecy can be stolen. Why? Prophecy can be delayed. When Rebecca was pregnant, the Bible said there was some fire and battle in her womb. So she went to inquire from the Lord. The Lord said, There are two nations in your womb. The elder one was serve the younger. That was the prophecy. But Rebekah did not tell the husband the prophecy. And so what was meant for? Jacob was nearly stolen by Esau. Because the bed ride by prophecy was not meant for Esau. So what was Rebecca doing? Rebecca was watching the fulfillment of prophecy. God can tell you I'm going to become a medical doctor. If you don't protect that word, and you enter university and decide to go to law school, the best you become is to become a lawyer and not a medical doctor. If God says you will make it in America, you better carry your things and leave us. Protect your prophecy. Be careful the people you share your prophecies with. Be very careful. Because prophecy can be stolen. Prophecy can be hindered. Daniel prayed a prayer. And the Bible said the same time Daniel prayed, it was the same time the answer was dispatched. But what happened? The prince of Persia started fighting against it. Human beings can fight prophecy. The devil can fight prophecy. But the assurance that at the end of the day, prophecy is stronger than negotiation. Prophecy is stronger than ideology. Prophecy is stronger than any commission. When God says it, it will come to pass. Protect your prophecy. The last one, war, With your prophecy, enter into warfare, battle with the word you have received, battle with the word you have received. I have entered my room praying for Ghana. I have seen a lot of things. They are recorded my first watch night. I've said all that I have said, I recorded them for future references. I am still praying for Ghana. Why am I praying for Ghana? Because I am praying for Ghana. Yeah, I'm praying for Ghana. And all of us must pray for Ghana. What is going to happen? Nothing will happen in Ghana. Bible said that we should pray for Jerusalem. So this is our Jerusalem. We are praying for Ghana. War with your prophecy. War with your prophecy. I'm talking to you today this is not how I preach. I'm talking to you. Because tomorrow I am coming as a prophet. I will read the Bible and after reading the Bible I am going to enter the prophetic. I'm not here to teach. Apostle Damina preached. Apostle Mewazi has preached. Me, I'm a prophet so I need to show that I'm also a prophet. So I'm coming tomorrow to prophesy. As a professor, I'll record it. Record what I'm going to say. I'll talk to you personally. I'll talk about our nation. I'll talk about other, other nations. War with your prophecy. War with your prophecy. If you can do some of these things, they are not all that I've shared with you today. Every prophecy you receive will definitely come to pass. Every prophecy you receive will definitely find fulfillment. If you don't watch your prophecy, if you don't protect your prophecy, somebody can take your prophecy. God told Abraham, your seed will go into captivity for 400 years. Abraham was not watching. They went on 430 years. Why? He was. Some of you here, you were told you were married in 1992. Look at you. You are 42. You are still not married. You did not watch the word. You did not watch the word. Amen. I have finished. You are praying only one prayer silently. That God tomorrow. Tomorrow is a prophetic night. It's Friday. It is a prophetic night. You are praying this prayer. That God tomorrow declare a word about my life declare a word about my situation speak a word concerning my future speak a word concerning the present can you lift up your voice and begin to pray let me hear you praying 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 mamashi Father, we lift ourselves before you. Let the mantle of the prophet fall tomorrow. Let the mantle of the prophet fall tomorrow. And Lord, let your word come with authority. Let your word come with power. Lord, declare your intentions. Lord, declare your power. Lord, declare what he wants to do. I speak in the name of Jesus. Let move into the future. Move us into the past. Move us into the present and lord show us your purpose for all of us in the name of jesus open my eyes, open my ear. Help me to declare your word. Help me to declare your counsel. Help me to declare what must be declared. I speak in the name of Jesus. Let the atmosphere be created in the realm of the prophecy. Let the atmosphere be created in the realm of the supernatural. The Lord, as we enter here tomorrow, will be able to know your mind. Will be able to know your intention. Will be able to declare what to have for your people. I speak as the prophet of God and I declare in the name of Jesus touch my tongue, touch my ears touch my eye, and use me to declare your word with boldness in Jesus name. Father I thank you once again for this evening for stirring the atmosphere for the release of your word. I declare in the name of Jesus let tomorrow evening service be an awesome service let us witness what we have never witnessed before let us see what we have not seen before let us hear what we have not heard before i declare in the name of jesus i declare in the name of jesus i declare in the name of jesus lord let your power Lord, let the oppression be seen tomorrow night. I call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, give Jesus a